You ready? I've already hit the button, so one. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And on this episode, we are going to be talking about the 1989 Tim Burton film... What's the name of this movie? What is it? Batman. <laughs> you went a few years beyond that with that one. <laughs> Keaton didn't exactly do that voice. So no, that that no, was a Christian didn't. Bale thing. So I'm Batman. Yeah, we will we will talk about some of that later as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, let, let, let's take a step back about a decade. Okay, we're going back to the '60s Batman. Nope. I said a decade. Oh, okay. Yes, there was the 60s Batman. We, you know, as Gen Xers grew up watching reruns of it and, you know, thought that it was cool because it was the only Batman that we had. Looking back, it is hokey as all hell. It always and was hokey. I know. Even back but, then, I thought it was hokey. But it was just, but, you know, you're a kid. But it like, was a comic book, and they were trying exactly, to make it like the you know? comic book. And then, of course, you know, there was, like, the Super Friends. You know, so you had Batman and Robin there. Batman and Robin would show up on Scooby-Doo Mysteries, you know, and all that kind oh, of yeah. stuff. And it was like, okay. So there, you know, there had been Batman. But what I was going to actually take a step back to was, is the 1978 Superman, the movie. Which was the first time they really took a comic book superhero and did something that wasn't hokey. Yeah, that's with true. it, you know, that actually was like, no, no, we're going to make a, a, a movie, like a, an actual movie. We're going to take this seriously. And it's just too bad they couldn't have done it with a superhero that knew to wear the underpants on the inside. Yeah, well, you know, it's... <laughs> I have no love for the big boy I, scout. I, Superman, yeah, Superman's never been my guy by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I will concede that the latest Superman that we got, um, what's his name? Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. I, is probably the best version of Superman that we've gotten. I... If I were going to rewatch a Superman movie, that would be the one. Yeah. But I have no desire to rewatch any of the Superman movies because I just don't care for the character. No, at I all. don't either. Uh, he's he, like I said, he's too much of a Boy Scout. Yeah. Well, okay. So yeah, so the the seventy eight Superman the movie. Yeah. And then was it eighty or eighty one when Superman two was released? Uh, anyways, both of those movies took him very seriously. Yeah. I mean, it was a very And then by the time you get to three, I don't know what the hell that was with Richard Pryor and he's fighting himself in a computer or something. I don't know. The, Brit, the Richard Pryor one yeah. was great because of Richard Pryor. But that's not a Superman. It's not a serious Superman movie, okay? No. And then you get to Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, which was put together. I like, I've like. i spent more money on this podcasting equipment than they spent on that movie, okay? <laughs> that is, You're probably <laughs> not wrong. That That is a, uh, again, that was a Canon Films thing, you know, Golden Globus, and it's uh, they were notorious for like, you have a budget of $500,000, go make us a blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and that, that might get slashed by the time we get there. But yeah, it uh, this was the one when 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 they announced they were doing a Batman movie. Okay, first thing they announced was it was going to be directed by um, Tim Burton. Tim Burton, and it was like the guy that did Beetlejuice. It was like okay, okay, fine, we'll see what happens here. You know? Yep. Um, I will go on record as saying Beetlejuice is my favorite Tim Burton movie. Um, That's a good one. Um, after that, it's got his peaks and valleys then they announced that michael keaton was going to be playing bruce wayne slash batman which that was a thing 
anyone that talks about internet trolls and fan bases that just complain about everything, even before there was an internet, yeah. the fans were already complaining about Tim. Like they got Mr. Mom that's gonna, you know, Mr. Mom's gonna play, you know, Batman because that's what that was his biggest role was Mr. Mom. You know, he had done Mr. Mom, he had done Gung Ho, he had done I, the I was, Dream Team, you know, a few things like that. But. I was still a kid when all of this was going on, and all I cared about is that my favorite comic book character was finally getting there you a go. movie. Um, that's all I cared. You about. know. I, growing up reading comic books, and at this time, I was 15 when this movie came out, you know, and there was so much anticipation for it. And I'll be honest, again, Batman, I was not reading Batman comics. I, I was a Marvel, I was a Marvel guy from day one. Yeah. I mean, that just, you know, Spider-Man, you know, X-Men, that type of stuff. And so... I was almost exclusively Batman yeah. detective comics. Well, I had a friend um, who... You know that I had known since like fourth grade, who was really into the DC stuff as well. He read Marvel also, but he was really into DC, so he had all the Batman stuff. You know, I mean that was yeah. And you know he was you know this was right around the same time with the you know the death of Jason Todd, you know the death in the family stuff. Yeah. And, and you know so I had read all that stuff because Baxter had been like, here you need to read this. This is really good. You know this is when Batman was starting to make his turn. You know, uh, Dark Knight. Had returned a Dark Knight Returns, yeah, the Frank Miller bit, yeah, and all that. And so it was one of those things that they had really kind of taken him away from that, that smiling. Oh no, and they you, they you brought know, him into the dark era. Yeah, he should yeah, have been the, in the first. Yeah, that was exactly. that was the thing that drew me to DC, anyways, because it was, it was always a little darker, a little grittier. Depending on the comic. Well, depending <laughs> on the comic, yeah. <laughs> but, but but the darker, grittier ones were the ones that I yeah. was. But you know, it was. I liked Marvel, and we've talked about this before, but you know, the reason why I was always such a Marvel fan is because they were grounded in the real world a little more. Because they actually were. It was it was New York. It was, you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff. And so it was one of those. Uh, as grounded as you can be when you have superheroes, okay? That's well, the, I mean, you know. Everybody knew Metropolis was New York. Yeah. Um, everybody kind of wondered where Gotham was. Gotham was, was Chicago, obviously. I yeah. mean, that was, there's no ifs, ands, buts about that. Which is funny, you know, considering that there actually is a Metropolis, Illinois, that's about as big as my house. Yeah. And, you know, and there is a Gotham, is it Ohio, I think it is, or something know. like that. There's a couple, because it's one of those things that, like, yeah, they didn't go with the big cities, you know, the the that type of stuff. And, and you know, they, they did name them, you know, the a lot of the cities after little small towns where, yeah. where the different creators grew up, you know, and that kind of, or in the area and that kind of stuff. It's kind of like the whole uh, Mount Pilot in the Andy Griffith show. Well, there's not a Mount yeah. Pilot, but there's a Pilot Mountain. Yeah. You know, that's over at Mount Airy. In, in Mount Airy, exactly, yeah. which Mount Airy is where, which, you know. I, I actually have a good friend of mine who's from over there originally. So that's, that's kind of. Mayberry was definitely that mountain, the Mount Airy. I yeah. I mean, it was, you know, type thing. So, um, Anyway, uh, so yeah, the, the the lead up to this, I mean, it was, everything was pushing it. I mean, it was Batman, Batman, Batman. You know, they coined the phrase Batmania. You know I mean? That oh, was yeah. the, you know. And then you found out Prince was doing music. And Prince was doing, yeah, which was, again, at the time was like, really? The like, let, you know, the, the, the Purple Rain guy, you know? It's like, you know, it's like Prince, okay. Entertainment Tonight was covering it ad nauseum. I mean, it was always, all of those shows, oh, all, yeah. all of those, those Hollywood entertainment shows was covering this thing. I mean, the, the run up to this movie 
was like nothing that I had ever seen before. I mean, legitimately. Even, you know, there was no run-up to Star Wars because no one knew Star Wars was going to be that big. No. There was run-up to Empire and Jedi, and, but... It, it wasn't. Was, it was one of those things where it was just kind of at that point. It was just kind of like, no, no, no these are going to be big movies. This isn't. You know, this we've already but, seen the first part. The Batman of these. thing was a full on. It was a straight up. You know, and I got I got to hand it to Warner Brothers. They did a great job with that. Yeah. You know, they did. They went out there, and they had Batman. Everything. Oh, they were making more money on oh, merchandise. Goodness, than they you know, the and that was a before the movie was released. In the run up to the movie, you know, I. <laughs> I decked out, I mean, because anywhere you go into, I mean, you go into like Walmart or someplace like that, and they had Batman stuff everywhere. You yeah. Know? Um, and, you know, I wound up with quite a bit of Batman merch in my my bedroom. You know, I had one of those, um, um, the faux silk, you like, um, you know, that were like, they were like six foot tall, you know, and they had like screen print on them, you know, and it was like the comic book Batman, you know, that I had oh. up on my wall, and I had a Batman poster. And, you know, and of course, it was one of those things with, with being in the comic books, I mean, everything was was promoting Batman, you know, previews, like all that stuff, yep. everything, which is Batman, 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 you know. And I've got this. The other thing was that I know you're wearing your Batman shirt I, today. I am wearing know? my Batman shirt. This is an actual 1989 officially licensed Batman, not the movie. But like DC put them out. Okay? Yeah, there was a whole bunch of this time, and we will put that's, pictures of, of that's this. kind of the Frank Miller. Yeah, era. very much so. You know, he's he's got the purple cape, and you know, he still got the gray and everything. And it's um, there's see, some what, skulls and stuff. Yeah, this is the, a DC Comics '88 is what it says on here, but it was '89. The thing about this is that yeah, it's like you know, there's like some a bunch of like punk rock looking guys, you know, mohawks, whatever, they're laying around him, you know. And there's a, there's a oh, oh no, a, that's totally Dark Knight then. Yeah, and there's Red Moon behind him with bats flying. I'm trying know, to remember what the name of it was. There was a name. Yeah, for, that for the gang. for the gang. I, I know. can't remember what. it But was. it's one of those things that like that right there is not the original one that I had. Okay, like that one went away a long time ago because I wore it and wore it and wore, yeah. it, and wore it until there was nothing left of it. And I bought that one off of eBay. 20 years ago probably you know just because i was like dude i loved that shirt you know i mean it was just, I'm just like trying to figure out where you found a child size <laughs> that is not that's an xl um that looks like it would fit a four-year-old you know it's funny well but then you got to remember that in 1989 an xl was a lot different than an xl now because people are a lot fatter these days than they were back hey then. hey watch hey I'm, I'm just talking about it in general it's funny to like see a lot of like those um like the classic tees and stuff, you know, like stuff that yeah. people like the vintage or whatever. And you get like, you know, like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a large. You buy a large, you know, if somebody and it comes in, it's like, no, this is a small. <laughs> okay. This is a, yeah. But again, people weren't as fat as we are now because, you know, of excess and hey, screw GMOs you. and all that. Look, hey, we're all that way, you know. <laughs> uh, but it's just a, the reason why I loved that shirt so much because that was available in a mainstream store rather than having to order it online off or not online order it out of a, of a catalog yeah. or maybe wandering into a comic book store where I did, but most people didn't, you know, and like be able, I think Spencer might've had Spencer gifts might've, you know, had a few yeah, things they like always that, you know, had some. but it was just one of those things like being able to walk into a Walmart or I think I actually got that one at Hills department store when they were still open you yeah. know, and being like, look, there's something with Batman on it. It's not a kid's shirt. Because this is the first time since I was a little that I could find anything like that. 
Yeah. You know, it was just like, cause it was like, no, 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 you're a teenager now. You don't wear that stuff, you know? And it's just like in 80, in the eighties, it was like that. Um, again, goes back to the whole <laughs> the kids these days don't understand how good they have it. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Let me, let me rephrase. Geeks these days don't yeah, know how yeah, good exactly, they got it. Exactly. Uh, but you know, it was, it was like, I remember like people magazine doing like, you know, all kinds of a run up to it. You know, my mom had a subscription to people magazine, you know, and there was, there was like that infamous, like the guy that had the picture of the guy that had the bat symbol, like shaved into the back of his head, yeah. you know, and, and it was just kind of one of those things where I'm like, it was everywhere. And this was months, months before the movie actually was released. I mean, the well, build when up you, when was you started just, getting oh. who else was going to be in the movie. I mean, that, that started I mean, Jack Nicholson is the Joker. Yeah. Uh, we haven't even started talking about the movie yet. We're just talking about the... Again, we're doing the build-up to it because there was so much build-up to it to begin with. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I... What are you looking I mean, for? I've got, I've got... I actually have the video game over there also. I was just thinking, I was like, oh yeah, I've got Batman the video game down oh, there. Oh, do you? Yeah, for the NES. Um, which I really enjoyed that game. I mean, why, it's why are we not... Got your system hooked up and played this because already. I have not hooked the, the system up yet, and I need to do that so I can get all this stuff set up. You knew we were been. talking about this. I know you didn't I set know, it up I to know. where we could play the video know, game. But it's, what is wrong with the, you? the video game? Is a lot, a lot of fun. I thought it's hard. It's it's like all those Nintendo games. They're hard. Yeah, you know, but it's it's still fun, and it's one of those things where it's like this bright purples and bright you know greens, and you know it's very you know it's a dark background, but like Batman pops off the screen with that purple, and the Joker like pops off the screen with his with his yeah with his green and purple and yeah, and you know, and like the bad guys are like these neon oranges and this and that, and it's like, yeah, this is awesome, you know. Uh, NECA Toys did a um, a few about a decade ago did a, a run of um, of some of that stuff, like they did a, a Jason Voorhees from the the Jason the Friday Thirteenth yeah. video game. It was that version, you know, with like the purple jumpsuit and the green, you know, and everything. Yeah. And they did one of ba- of the Batman from oh, that's that cool. also, which was like, oh, that's that is pretty cool. I wish I had my hands on one at one point, and I I was like, do I really need this? I wish I I really wish I had purchased it now. Yeah. Those are expensive. It's all crap. Um. Yeah. There was just all this stuff. It was all this is build, 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 build. The music came out. You know, the, the album was released, the Prince album. Yep. And then the Bat Dance video. Yep. You know, and say what you will about that song. Uh, it was all over the place in the summer of 89. You could not get away from it. I, I had mean, it, it. Was I had the soundtrack on cassette. Yeah. And then later on, after I wore it out, I had it on CD. You did? Yeah. See, I, it, it don't, the, I think I had it on CD. I and, and CD was so new at that point. In the video, at some point, Prince is actually trying look. He He's got a CD there and he's like scratching know, it like I it's know, a record. It's I like, know, that is not I how know, that works. I know it's, th- there's, <laughs> there's all kinds of, we, we talked about that in the, um, um, the Batman returns of when we did last yeah. year, last summer where he's scratching the CD, yeah. you know, it's like, no, it's not how that works. That it's like, it doesn't work like that, that at all. <laughs> now you're going to get nothing. You do that. Nothing happens. Yeah. That's a, you might get a little, and that's about it. So it's, um, yeah, so the movie finally comes out in, you know, I didn't even look up with the actual date. I think it was in June, if I'm not mistaken, because I know I was out of school. It, it was, it was, leaving my sophomore year of high school was one of those, like, our freshman year of high school. So, yeah, leaving my freshman year of high school was like, I cannot wait. This is my, my whole summer is like basically revolving around this movie. Um, without ever having seen the, <laughs> a single, you know, other than just some screen grabs from 
Um, here we go. I got it. It was released on. Uh, where is it? Uh, June twenty third, nineteen eighty nine. I knew it was in June. I knew it was. Like, yeah. it was well after school had let out, and I didn't see it like most. You know, back then, you got to remember in the eighties, you didn't necessarily go see the movie on opening weekend. You know, sometimes you did. What are you talking about? Uh, there were a ton of movies that I did not see opening weekend. You know, that we, I would go see it eventually. Yeah. Usually, and it was one of those things, like I've talked about many times, my mom was a stay-at-home mom, and so, you know, I would go to the movies, her and I would go to the movies quite a bit, you know? Yeah. And a lot of times it would be like in the middle of the day on the end of the week, you know, rather than going on the weekends or whatever, you know? So, you know, I, I think it had been out a couple of weeks before I finally saw it. And okay. I had somebody spoil all of it for me but that was before we knew about quote unquote spoilers um, that sucks I would have not really you should have uh, beat whoever that was nah it didn't bother me especially after I saw the movie uh, <laughs> oh did you not love the movie I, I have said this many times this movie is boring as everything oh come on <laughs> I remember being very like I remember liking it but also being like wow that was really long and there were it had it was really slow. It's really slow. There were some. It's there was really some, slow, and <laughs> there were some places that they probably could have cleaned it up a little. And bit. Batman's barely in it. I mean, it is seriously. Batman is barely in this movie. You know, it, it's more Bruce Wayne than Bruce Batman. Wayne's barely in this movie. Uh, this is a Joker movie. Jack Nicholson. Okay, I can't. Okay, I can't really. Jack Nicholson with is all over this movie. <laughs> Um, I I shouldn't even say it's a Joker movie. It's a Jack Nicholson movie. As a matter of fact, he got top billing on all the stuff, like all the movie posters and stuff. It was Nicholson was the was Jack was above the Batman. He he stole the movie. I mean, he really did. Okay, we will we will get into that in just a little bit. Um, some of the other people that we have in here, and and I I gotta hand it to um to the screenwriters for kind of. Of course, you got you know, yeah, Michael Keaton as Batman, yeah, slash Bruce Wayne. Jack Nicholson is the Joker, slash Jack Napier, which which is we'll get into that. Yeah. Kim Basinger as Vicky Vale. Yep. You have uh, Robert Wool. Robert Wool as Alexander Knox, the reporter. Yeah. Pat Hingle as Commissioner Gordon, which I think they did Commissioner Gordon dirty in this movie. We'll get into Gordon, uh, but Billy D. Williams as Harvey Dent, which was a nice like. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. No, they're they're you know. They're, they're they're getting into some of this stuff, you know. Of course, you had a uh, uh, Michael Go as Alfred, Jack Palance as Grisham. I yeah. love Jack. I forgot. You know, what's funny is that when I started watching this earlier, like I watched it right before you got here, and I forgot that Jack Palance was in this really? movie. It'd been a while since I'd seen it, and he's only in like the first what fifteen minutes. Of yeah, it or something. he really is. Um, Jerry Hall as Alicia. Yep. Uh, Tracy Walter. Tracy Walter as Bob. Bob the Goon. Bob the Goon is one of my favorite characters in this movie. Probably always the, has been. Probably the most competent goon Absolutely. in comic book history. Absolutely. Ever. I love the fact that like Lee Wallace just plays a mayor. They don't even give him a last name or anything. Yeah, it's, it's Mayor just, Borg. This just says mayor. It's Mayor it's Borg. Borg. Okay. B O R G. And then there's just a bunch of goons listed on IMDb. But the well, thing you've also got um, William Hootkins. Oh as yeah, Eckhart. As, as Eckhart. Um, the corrupt police detective i love the fact that you know they they did their due diligence with you know harvey dent and and that kind of stuff because it's like your average person 
doesn't know, didn't at that time especially had no idea who Harvey Dent was. Yeah, that he was Two Face. You know, he would become Two Face. You know, eventually. Yeah, but it's one of those things for the comic book geeks. We were like, oh wow, they're doing Harvey Dent, and it's Lando. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> um, and and you know, I really Gordon Commissioner Gordon in this movie. They did him dirty. They they made him kind of a fool. A little bit, but they, they rectified it over the next three movies, though, where they really fleshed his character out a little bit and made him more competent and more of the, you know, again, this was the whole, this is the beginning, this is the beginning of Batman, no pun intended, you know, where yeah. it's, they don't know who he is, who side he's on, blah, blah, blah. But at and, the beginning of Batman, Gordon's not commissioner. I mean, he's, he's a... They, but this is... This is a different. This is a different. Okay. Well, see, that's the well, whole thing. That's the whole thing. No, no, no. Here's if the you thing. go back and read Batman comics up to that was that were printed to this point, I don't think we'd gotten year one yet, or maybe we had just gotten Batman year one. It was somewhere around there. You know, that was around the yeah with, with that whole you know that that gritty renaissance that happened. You know, for, for the, the beginning of Frank yeah. Miller. Um, but Commissioner Gordon had always been Commissioner Gordon. <sighs> In the comics. I mean, that's... The, no, yeah. he'd always been Commissioner Gordon. We didn't get... Gordon's backstory? Gordon's backstory until Batman Year One was put out. And then, of course, it's, it was done in the Nolan movies. It was done in Gotham. It was yeah. done in a whole bunch of stuff later, you know, where it's like, okay, yes, this is a character worth going and revisiting and figuring out how he became went from just a, a beat cop getting to being Commissioner. Fleshed yeah, out. And, and being incorruptible in a very corrupt system yeah you know? but i like the, i like the fact that you know they they went with the older you know look you know they got somebody that did i think a really good job playing him in this you know same thing with alfred yeah you know, this was in the days before alfred was you know turned into mi6 and you know and all this kind of stuff and yeah. it was just like okay well you know uh he was just a butler that's all he was alfred was a butler he was you know yeah, he was a substitute father for for Bruce, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And you know, the thing is, is those two characters, the, the two actors that played those characters, they only, they they played those characters through all four of those original Batman. Yeah, movies. they did. They were the only character. They were the only ones that did that. You know, Billy D. Williams showed back up in Batman Returns as Harvey Dent, but then when yeah. you get to Batman Forever, Harvey or uh, Tommy Lee Jones wound up playing yeah. face instead. And so it's like there's a lot of that stuff where they they which went through, was yeah. not a good Two Face. You can watch that movie and tell that it is a paycheck for him. He does yeah. not want to be there. He thinks it's oh, stupid. And, and hated Jim Carrey. Yeah, he flat went to Jim Carrey and said, "My kids think you're funny. I can't stand you." Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, well, I guess we know where we where we stand here. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're, we're jumping ahead on the movies though, and we're going to get to some of that at the end of this. The movie itself, watching it today, I saw so many Burton-isms in this thing. He's got a style. But the thing that like, really kind of bothered me in the first part of this movie, like literally the first, the introduction we get to Batman, you know, where he lowers down, you know, behind the two, the two people that just mug the family, you know, all that kind of stuff, and is... He, he he lowers down. He's got his he's got his he's got his uh the his cape, cape out. out like you know he's coming down. He does that same thing in every scene through that. Like every time they cut to Batman, 
He puts his head, he puts his his wings up. Yeah, going towards somebody. I was like, that is like dumb. Okay, this he's is trying <laughs> to make an impression. <laughs> it's not working very. I'm like, why why do you keep doing that? That's you know this is that that now he stops doing it after that first initial like the, those first few scenes of of, of yeah. all. Of, but I'm just like, why does he keep doing that? Like what? Uh, another uh, Burtonism that that I, I I caught in this was when they're going to the um um. Oh, and I can't, I can't believe I can't remember the name of the, the chemical company. Uh, Axis. Axis Chemical Company. Everything, every time somebody hits something or shoots something, an explosion happens, a small explosion. Like yeah. It's like every, everything. It's like he's going through like flipping levers and stuff, and all of a sudden all these little explosions are going. It's like, that, no, that's not how that works. I, I love how he turned a wheel <laughs> into the paper printer. I know. For some reason had a breeze behind it. I know, it. I know. It's, like, it's yeah. just like all that kind of stuff where it's like, oh, you know. Um, I have always loved the aesthetic of this Gotham. It's because it is very, it's, again, it's very Tim Burton, but it's very gothic. It, no. It's very much comic book. Yes, it, he tried absolutely. to keep it rooted in the comic book, so it has a comic book feel to it. See, the thing about Burton is Burton was never a huge comic book fan, not in the slightest. And he, there was an interview I forget where it was where he said he wasn't a big comic book fan, right. but he'd always loved the image of Batman and Joker. Well, it fits right and, in and his goth whatever. Well, you part know, of it was <laughs> he said he said he didn't know if it was the, dyxle- the d- dyslexia or what it was because he could never tell what box he was supposed to read first. Oh, okay. And his favorite kinda, yeah. his favorite comic book was Killing Joke because suddenly it was very obvious what box he was supposed to read first. Right. And so that was like, you know, that was his favorite then, comic book. Killing Joke might be something we could cover later. Because <laughs> you know, uh, there's a lot going on there. I don't think I have read Killing Joke really? in forever. Okay. It, you have read I've it. I've read though. it, okay. but it was like when it first came out. Yeah. And I was like, eh, I don't like this. And I didn't realize what I was reading. Right, right, right. I, uh, I need to find another copy. Of yeah, it. And the thing is, is, the Killing Joke is literally like an issue. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, it's not, you know, it's not like a big, you know, big you know story arc over multiple issues or something it's like no it was one little it was a one-off a one-off that came out. i think you know it might have been double-sized it you know whatever but it was just kind of one of those like no it's just this one little thing yeah what if the joker won kind of um and there's some, a lot of controversy around that book for yeah. multiple reasons that we will not get into here but that again was something that you know the famous joker panel of him with his hands and his hair and he's all of the ha 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 ha's behind it comes from that oh yeah you know and um probably and again starts toying with the joker's backstory yeah and even that's that line that he that, that has become famous for the joker comes from that where it's like if i have to have a if I have to have, what was it? If I have to have an origin, I'd rather it be multiple choice. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, because it's one of those things where it's, this might have happened. It might not have. Who knows? You know, it's a. Well, people always talk about the Joker being crazy. But at one point they cover that. It's not that he's crazy. Mm-mm. He's got super sanity. He, yeah. Oh, something I wanted to get into here. Okay. So, uh, Jerry Hall in this movie. Okay. Supermodel. Yes. Jerry Hall. Um, I think at this point she was Mrs. J- Miss Mick Jagger, if I'm not mistaken. It was somewhere around this time when they got married. Probably. You know? um, Joker has a type in this movie. Yeah. Tall blondes. <laughs> Joker kind of, has kind of always had a type. Uh, I don't know. Let's be honest. 
We don't know. Okay? The only love interest that we have seen in our lifetime of for the Joker well, came it, from Batman is, the animated is series. Harley Quinn. Yeah. And that's a whole different thing. Okay. She's definitely blonde. Yeah. That was what I was going to get to. Watching this movie, because this movie came out three years before, four years before Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. Okay. It was really nice watching something with the Joker that Harley Quinn wasn't in. I just, I, that okay. character, I am over that character because they put her into everything. Well, they were trying to draw the female fan base in. Okay, but the thing is, yeah. they've done the same thing to her that they did with Wolverine, that they did with Venom back in the day, that they did with, they did with Deadpool, that they did with a whole. You know, I'm, I'm talking. Of course, these are all Marvel that I'm talking. But the thing is, is it's like she became such a popular character that they're like, oh yeah, let's put her. In, let's yeah, let's put her in everything. This will this will sell comics, you know. And it's like no, this yeah. is like no, this is oversaturation, you know. It's like, oh my goodness. Um I think she's an interesting character. She was. Now I don't know what she is. If, so. if they would actually do, you know, an a, an actual real like backstory and like story arc with, you her. know, I I have enjoyed Margot Robbie as as her. I oh, think, absolutely. So I think she has done a great job with that character. But you know, like I tried watching that Harley Quinn, um that cartoon that's on HBO Max or whatever. Oh, I think I got through yeah. one episode. I'm like, no, this is no. I know, I see what you're trying to do. It's not working. I don't care. This, this is, you know, and, and, you know, just everything else. It's like, that that has. In the last 30 years, Harley Quinn has just been forced upon us. Like, I mean, just like, you like this? Here, here's more. Here's more. Here's more. Here's eh. more. Dude, it's like, it's like freaking, you know, <laughs> DC has been a drug dealer when it comes to this, where it's like, oh yeah, I got more of it here. You like that? I know you like yeah. it. some more. Okay, hey, no, here you go. No, no, no. You really no. You want this? Well, you want this? DC's you, had you know. a hard time. They've they've always been a number two to Marvel. I'm I'm as a DC guy, somewhat. They've kind of always been somewhat. A, a it depends. Two to Marvel. It depends. And when they find something that works, they tend to work it into the ground. Yeah. Well, so uh, Batman uh. <laughs> <laughs> to a point. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, so you know we barely we barely even talked about this movie. Uh, so yeah, basically what it is, we get the introduction. You know, Vicky Bell comes to town because of um, um, what's his name, the reporter Knox. Uh, Knox has you know been doing these stories about the the bat. I think he's calling it the bat. Yeah. And uh, of course, you know the, the criminals are talking about him in hushed tones. They're like, no man, I don't want to be around here because you know this this crazy bat guy. Yeah. And so in we find out that um, you know that Jack Napier. I, I don't like the fact this is kind of the first time that they've given Joker a name and a backstory, backstory. and I do well, not like Killing it. Joke did it first. Um then there was this. Yeah. And then there's the whole I think the animated series went with a, his name was Joe Chill. Instead of of um, see, I don't like this either because yeah. now they're blending the guy who actually killed Thomas and Martha Wayne, right? And see, that's the thing with this one when they started doing the whole yeah, you know, oh no, the, the Joker is like, I I don't think that before I to my knowledge, this is the first time that that 
was ever put out there as oh yeah jo- before he was the Joker he killed the Waynes and it's I'm like, like no I, no he no, didn't no not that no I mean was, there was a Joe Chill there was a Joe he, Chill he was part of Grissom's group right he was one of the thugs right and he was sent to go after Thomas and Martha Wayne to scare him off because Thomas and Martha Wayne were trying to help clean up the city right and then and then all that happened yeah he shot him and left Bruce right. Um, and created the Batman, yeah. yeah a sociopath. Um, and, right. <laughs> Absolutely. Batman is a sociopath. Unlike what the Blue Beetle, you know, uh, trailer wants to tell you, Batman is not a fascist. He is most definitely a sociopath. Oh, yeah. But it's like... <laughs> As a Batman fan, I have no problem in saying yeah, that. Yeah, you know. And, and again, I, I mean, and it comes from childhood trauma. Yeah, he watched and, his parents murdered in front right. of him. And, you know, and there's always been that debate also of like, you know, is... Is Bruce Wayne the mask or is Batman the mask? You know, oh, Bruce I mean, Wayne is the oh, mask. Oh, I know. It's a, it's a, He's uh, all, Bruce Wayne's always been the mask. I, I agree with that in a, in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, so basically, you know, Napier is messing around with um, Grissom's girlfriend. girlfriend. He finds out, orders a hit on him. That's what this whole like Axis Chemical thing sends you know. him to Axis Chemicals to and clean then, it out, and right. it's already been cleaned out. Yeah, and then you know the the cops show up, and then Batman shows up. Well, Eckhart got paid. Right. By, got well, paid but to you know it's like yeah, the cops. yeah, and so it's one of those. But it, Gordon finds out, comes in with his guys. Yeah, there's bullets flying everywhere inside of a chemical factory, and eventually, well, Napier does it to himself because he shoots at Batman. Batman blocks the shot with one of the right. gauntlets he's wearing. It hits a piece of equipment and then ricochets right through both cheekbones. Yeah. And puts him over the rail into yeah, the vat. But of Batman acid. tries to save him. He does. He catches him, but he loses a grip and he falls into the vat of acid. Yeah. And then he winds up going to a, a mob doctor and and they work on his face. They, it doesn't come out too well. They butcher him. Yeah, and he has a permanent grin on his face now. Um, and then it's from there. It's your typical Batman and Joker story in a lot of ways. Um, I really like Nicholson's version of Joker. And the reason I say that okay. is because it's very much an homage back to the Cesar Romero version of Joker. Okay. I mean, the bright green hair, the red lipstick, the suits like he was doing. And Cesar Romero's Joker was literally doing evil for the joy of causing well, yeah. mayhem and chaos. And there was coming up to the Nolan, you know, some men just like to watch the world burn. Right. And that, that was the Caesar. There have been so many iterations of Joker. Joker. Yeah. I mean, cause like you go back and read a lot of that stuff from, you know, the thirties and forties and, you know, yeah. on through the sixties and, uh, it was. He was the clown prince of crime, you know. Yeah. And it was one of those things. It was always. It was always some kind of gimmick, you know, of of trying to to you know, this big Rube Goldbergian plan of, yeah. of trying to whatever, and it usually had some kind of like punchline to it, you know, if nothing else. I, it, to the point to where Caesar Romero didn't even. He wouldn't even shave his mustache. Oh no, they just put. The, oh, he, I know. He would literally put the paint over know, it, and it I kind know. of added to the chaos uh, of the character. But as time wore on, he became darker. Yeah. And by the time again you get to the killing joke, you know, and and that type of stuff, it's a no. This guy is a psychopath. Yeah. And he murders people. 
Oh yeah, like we're not going to gloss over Brutally. any of the, you know, we're not going to gloss over the like you know, leave them with a smile type stuff to where it's like, okay, where they, you know, and then they have like some little panel of like, oh, you know, the doctors are taking care of them, they're getting them back to normal. While this was like, no, 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 he broke out of Arkham and he killed ten people. Yeah, in cold blood. Yeah, no, you know. Well, I mean, it kind of gets into that. Yeah, in this movie, while I say it's an homage back to the Caesar Romero version, I mean, right off the bat, the first time you see him as the Joker. He's got that hand buzzer, right? That he yeah, oh yeah. Hand, well, yeah. and he melts all the flesh off of that dude <laughs> completely which, down. Which was funny because again, I had not watched this movie in a long time. I forgot about that, and then of course last year we had done the Batman yeah. Returns, and the same thing happens to um, um, Max uh, Max Shrek. Yeah, remember he he gets electrocuted, and he's just a skeleton at the end of it. Smoking know? skeleton. I know. It's at like the end of it. Well, again, there's your Burtonisms. You know, it's. A- I mean, he, he kills that guy. <laughs> When they go and get the, the quote, affidavit to, for Grissom to turn his business over right. to his associates, I mean, he just walks up and, and darts him with a poison quill. I know, I know. And then I they mean, start just, firing. You're dead. And then they just start, start shooting at the crowd randomly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah I know. It's, I mean, it's, you, you start to get oh, a little bit of that darker okay. psycho. Here's one of the things about Tim Burton's Gotham that bugs me a little bit. Okay. Seems like almost nobody lives there. If you lived in that I know, city, would but, you be going out on the streets? But even during, I mean, it's just like, even at the end when they're doing, you know, he's dropping $20 million and like all, you know, Gotham's greed and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Still looks like maybe like, you know, I don't know, a couple thousand people live there and that's it. Well, <laughs> the only I know, people that I are going to show up for that, I know, knowing I that know, this is a guy that's trying to kill everybody, are going to be the miscreants and eh, goons and, maybe. and punks. And but that that's, you know, every every time that, you know, there's some kind of gathering, especially yeah. Gotham Courthouse, it, there, there is. There's like, oh, look, there's like two dozen people here. That's it. You know, and I'm not talking about just the reporters. I'm talking about even when they're like, you know, making some big announcement or whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah. it looks like, you know, there's a couple dozen okay, people so and that's it. the budget was a little short yeah, for extras. But, oh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it just, it's nitpick stuff of that, you know. Uh, my my biggest problem that I have with this movie is the pacing and the um, and some of the acting. Some of the acting is not great, but the whole the the, the Jack Napier uh, that bothers me. Yeah, more than anything. No, I, and, I wasn't um, happy about that. I was like, we we don't know the Joker's backstory. Why are what, we doing this? What did you think about B- Vicky Vale? You know, I know at one point Vicky Vale was you know Batman's yeah, interest was, in the comic yeah. books and all that. I was never interested in that because mm-hmm. he didn't seem like the kind of person that would be having a love interest because he's he's off. I mean, let's I admit it. He's off. get that. I uh, mean, it was Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger was in everything. You know, Kim Basinger the- at this time was like... She she was man. She was number one with the bull. Yeah, I mean, there was no ifs, ands, buts about it. You know, I, I was trying to think. What's the last thing that we saw Kim Basinger in? Uh, it was... Eight Mile, wasn't it? I that's the last thing that I really remember her high profile that yeah. she did. I think she's done some stuff, you know, um, some like smaller movies since then or whatever. But that, yeah, Eight Mile, and that was twenty years ago. <sighs> yeah, what? Eight Mile came out twenty years ago, and it's like wow. And I kept trying to think, what else has she done since then? Maybe she's done some Hold voice on. acting or something. I don't know. It's not like we don't have the entire knowledge of the I, world. That's at true, the hand but here. it's just. She just she kind of fell off the face of the earth one day. Now that could have very well been, hey, you know, I'm 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 done with all this. Uh, it probably had something to do with her and um, Alec Baldwin getting a divorce. But well, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, she's seven. She's 
She's 69. Yeah. Yeah, I know. She still doesn't look bad for something. Yeah, I know. Well, it's funny because, like, you know, she's originally from Georgia. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, well, there's a couple of times rewatching this that I was like, oh, there's that Southern accent. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. It's <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's kind of, it, which is funny, which is funny because, you know, Jerry Hall, also from the South, did a pretty good job covering hers up in this. Now, she didn't have a whole lot of lines, but it, it just wasn't there because she's always had, like, a really thick Southern accent. And The last thing she did in her um, IMBD that I'm seeing uh, was Fifty Shades Darker in t- 2017. I, see, I didn't see that, so I, I had no I desire either. for any of that no. stuff. So. Um, the only one I really recognize since 8 Mile is The Sentinel, which was 2006. Okay, well, that that's around that same time. We're still talking over 15 years ago, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like I said, Kim, at the time, Kim Basinger was everywhere. And... Um, I I really enjoyed seeing her in this again. Uh, you know, again, kind of going back to that whole late '80s, like, oh, you know, yeah, this is, you know, you know, she was she was a very popular actor and a sex symbol on top of it all. I mean, there was oh, yeah. no ifs ands buts about that. And uh, yeah, just it was it was kind of nice because I really hadn't thought about Kim Basinger in a long time <laughs> again because no. she hadn't done a whole lot, you know. Um, well, right. The uh, the one that really kind of blew her up a little bit was Cool World. You know when she did the animated that one didn't live action because that movie's such a bomb. Oh, it's a bomb and a half. But it it was that was kind of you know the thing is because like yeah. around that same time she had done the Getaway, yeah. which was you know pretty. But you know she wound up winning an Oscar for L.A. Confidential. Yeah, you know in the late nineties, and after that was when you really kind of saw her. It's funny how you see that with with people that they'll win an Oscar and then they kind of fall off. You know, they go one or two ways. They either blow up and just are like, in, they're putting everything, everything. or they, or they just kind of disappear. It's almost kind of like, yeah, here's your Oscar. Now go away. Yeah. And so, you know, and I believe her Oscar win. Well, there was a lot of controversy around her Oscar win to begin with. Yeah. A lot of rumors that her husband basically bought that for her. And yeah, it was, know, it was, it was go away. Money. I will, I will defend forever that Gloria Stewart should have won that Oscar over her. For what movie? Titanic. She was the old woman. I mean, that yeah. was the, you know, and the thing is, is it was like, you know, it was, for, it was for Best Supporting Actress, okay? Yeah. And did you ever see L.A. Confidential? Yeah, I probably. I, I saw it, and I was not impressed with anything in that movie. There's nothing you know? memorable about it. There really isn't, and it's like, okay, you know, and so whenever she won, I was like, you've got to be kidding me, you know, so I don't yeah. know. But, it is what it is. Um, but Nicholson stole this movie. He stole this movie in a lot of ways. He got paid. I think he's still getting paid. It wouldn't for, surprise for all me. the Batman movies. Like in his contract, there was a thing that there was a clause in there that basically said he would he would get back end money on everything Batman film related going forward. So he got paid on Batman Returns and Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Yeah. I don't know if that had run out already, or you know, or if it was if that was in perpetuity. You know, maybe it was just for like the deals for this or whatever. So he very well may have may have gotten paid for the Nolan stuff as well as the Batman and Batman v Superman and all that. I mean, I don't know that for a fact. I also don't know, yeah, you know, but I do know that for the those four the, the two Burton movies as well as the the two Schumacher movies, he got paid on the back end of those, yeah, without ever 
appearing in three of them at all. So, which good deal if you can get it. Now, you know somebody else who got paid? And this is, again, we're getting into more of the extended universe. You know someone else who got paid and never appeared in a, on, a, on a single frame of film for the Batman series? Who's that? Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayne. He was going to be Robin. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Had signed the... He, matter of fact, it was supposed to have been in... I think it was Batman Forever. That's when they introduced, you know, but I think... Actually, no. He was supposed to be in Batman Returns as Robin. And they just cut him out. They cut it out. They cut that character out completely. And... Um, Glad they did. Well... It would have definitely been interesting, you know. It's kind of. I mean, like, that movie was kind of already crowded up a little bit, anyway. It, it yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of like so many other things. You know, like, um, you know, when they were going to make the Superman movie in the the late '90s, that they had signed um, Chris Rock to be Jimmy Olsen, and it never happened. You I know? don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with it either. You know, yeah. Th- there's a lot of that type stuff where it's like, I know you find out about these people who were supposed to. Yeah. You know, that's you know who the original Vicky Vale was. Oh, I knew this at one Sean point. Sean Young. Yeah. They they filmed a, a, a bit, a, quite a bit of, of the movie, and there was a sequence in there where they were horseback riding, and she fell off the horse and was injured really badly, and they just decided, well, we'll just cut her and, and we'll, we'll recast and go on. Yeah. So, you know, again, <laughs> kind of like in, a, in, a, in an alternate reality that uh, Eric Stoltz is Marty McFly. Yeah. In an alternate reality, Sean Young is Vicky Vale. You know, so I mean, it's. <laughs> I wonder if that would have changed the dynamic of the Absolutely. movie. Absolutely, because it, the, it Sean fe- Young it felt a little stiff between those two. Sean Young, lover or hater, is a presence on screen, unlike Kim Basinger. Yeah, I'm not taking anything away from Kim Basinger because Kim Basinger, I think she did a good job. Yeah, it was a good job, but. Sean Young is like a force of nature when she comes into something. Yeah, like there wasn't already enough forces of I nature know, in know. this movie. And you know, anyway. you know, and she lobbied for Catwoman. Like she lobbied hard for Catwoman. Yeah, they, when they did that, and I, I think don't know they, that I, I think they did a good job with Kim, with um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, I don't, I don't see her as no. Catwoman. She, well, no offense to to, to Sean Young. It wouldn't have been acting for her. It was kind of like <laughs> it would have been the same. It would have been the same. It, the, the same as, as as Nicholson in this. That's not acting. That's him being Jack Nicholson. Okay, it is. You're, you're not. <laughs> if wrong. Sean Young winds up being Catwoman, that's just Sean Young being Sean Young. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> so yeah, a little bit of stunt stunt uh, stunt um, casting on something like that. But we got to okay. talk about Bob here. All right, me. let's talk about Bob. What about Bob? <laughs> yeah. It's a different no, movie. I, yeah, I know. I, dude, Bob the Goon. Which you can tell You're he, right. He, most competent you know, most competent henchman in yeah. any of these in these movies. But and, there's a scene in Batman that shows why he is. It's because him and Napier have been they've gone way back. I know. Partners for I know. How and he's always looked after Napier. Right. Always looked. And after then what Napier. happens? Napier shoots him after, you know, yeah. his his balloons get taken away, you know. And it's it's kind of it's one of those things. He goes up to his Bob gun and then he just shoots Bob. Yeah. And it's like, "Don't no, no. Bob was like the best well, you know, the best guy every, you had working for you. Everything goes downhill after he shoots Bob. That's true. That's because true. Bob was in the background taking oh, care of everything. Dude. Okay, so from the point where Batman flies in, yeah, 
grabs the the the, the balloons that have the, with the bat wing with yeah that have the um, uh, smile X and it yeah. takes it away until this thing's over. How long do you think it it takes? It's like five minutes. Twenty five minutes. Really? There is twenty five minutes between when that happens to the climate to the end of the movie. 25 minutes. That's why I keep saying this This movie is two hours and six minutes long. Okay? <laughs> Probably should have been an hour 45. There is a, there is a, there is very, there is a, a cut of this movie that's probably in, the, yeah, probably about hour 45. Yeah. That is fast paced, that there's, there's no fat on it whatsoever, and it's a much better movie. <laughs> um, okay. Obviously, we're not going like, to go through this point by point because I think everybody who's listening to this has seen Batman. If you haven't, go watch it. I mean, it, it's well worth. It's, it's it's really good to watch this movie. It's like a I fun said, popcorn. It's movie. not it's not my favorite Batman movie. Okay, but it's one of those things. Again, when you go back, like I said earlier, and you go back, there had only been one serious superhero movie prior to this. Yeah. Okay, like big budget Superman. Without or, this know. movie, we don't get any of the no. Christopher well, Nolan stuff. Well, we without this get. movie, we don't get anything. Yeah. Okay. Batman's a flop. I don't think we have anything. You know, this started it all, and you know, of course, by the time you get to Batman and Robin, it had gone way off the the, the rails. You know, yeah. and you know, even to the point where they they talked about like Batman and Robin killing the franchise. Like, you know, we may never get another Batman movie. Yeah, and then thank you Schumacher yeah, for the nipple suits. Well, I will say this about Schumacher because you know before for. A decade before he died, then he did interviews and that you know, especially Batman and Robin. Batman for I think Batman Forever is actually a pretty decent movie. That's um uh, uh, Val Kilmer. Yeah, uh, I think it's actually a pretty decent movie. You know, like I think it's like okay, now, now this was okay. It's it's a step away from the Burton stuff, but it's actually a pretty decent movie. Yeah, you know? uh, it's got its problems. Don't get me wrong. There there's there's some stuff. There's issues. Uh, but by the time you get to uh, Batman and Robin, he's he's on record as saying, look. We would have a script, and we would start doing something, and then it, they were like, "Okay, we need a new bat suit." Like the studio kept coming in, and like, they, they, "No, we need Batman to be in a different bat suit for this and for that." And he was like, "Why is that? Because we're trying to sell toys." I mean, just yeah. So that's the reason why you have so many different bat suits and and gimmick, you know, and like you know, bat accessories and all that kind of stuff in that movie is is because it was just he said he said it's like fine, whatever, just tell me what you want to shoot. And it's so this, it's <laughs> this, this is way off the rails. Yeah. But you know what my favorite part of the last Matrix movie was? The um, which one? The return or whatever the last one, like the actual last the one. The actual yeah. very last yeah. one is when they're starting to create the new Matrix game and the they're sitting around the table and they're absolutely dragging Warner Brothers over the coals <laughs> for all the crap that they've pulled in the past. Fair enough, you know. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so Warner Brothers has maybe become a little self-aware that they've yeah, screwed well, things yeah. up in the past. So, okay, I have to ask this. Well, anyways, what I was saying, this movie in the context of all that is great. Uh, you know, it gets us to the Nolan movies. You know, it gets us Which to... Which I love I the Nolan movies. It, it's it's as close as you're going to get to a version of Frank Miller year one. And mm. and into some... Actually, I think the, the Batman is probably the closest we get to year one. You think? Yeah. Because uh, that... Cause, Actually, yeah. Okay, yeah, I yeah, can see uh, that. That's, now, I get, you know, Batman Begins was kind of a version of it. Yeah. But when you... 
the Batman. No, you're right. You're right. No, that's that's more of a, of a year one. Now, that one's so new that I keep I, forgetting no. about it. And I've seen it like two or three times now. And who was a good Batman? <laughs> Don't make me say it. Say it. Don't make me say it. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Robert Pattinson is a Great was a very very good Batman. Yeah, not so. Okay, we'll get into that. I okay. actually don't mind him as Bruce Wayne either because it, it's a younger. I'm still he, angry. Yeah, Bruce okay. Wayne. All right, as we're getting out of here, we have to talk getting about out. Why, why are we ending already? Because it's we're getting. I mean, we don't have to. I mean, we're why are we putting a time closing in? Why we just talk about it? It's it's fun. Well. I mean, we've covered pretty much everything in the movie at this no, point. No, we have not. Well, okay. No, we have not. We could... We could. We got to talk about the ending of this because I'm still angry about it. About them killing the Joker? They killed the Joker. Yeah. You cannot kill the Joker. The Joker is Batman's nemesis. He is the main running enemy through everything. Without Batman, you do not have Joker. Without Joker, you do not have Batman. I agree with that. Apparently... There was some kind of attempt to bring Nicholson back for returns. Yeah, and he just wasn't. He's like, "Why? I'm getting paid. We killed the we killed that character off. I don't need to come back." You know, and so you don't that was, kill Joker. Well, you don't kill Joker. Well, they did. You, you know, kill that's a, you you kill Robins. Yeah, left but, and right, but you don't. But you they don't did kill Joker. They killed Joker in this because. They were stupid. I give it to again. This is early. We're taking this seriously, and mistakes were made. Okay, that that's just a you know you're, you're trying to find your footing, and you know again they didn't know that this was going to be the phenomenon that it was. I don't, I don't care if it's and a so phenomenon or not. You don't kill Joker. Well, you don't do it. He is the major. I agree. Baddie I mean that's in Batman. Now I will say this. I'm fine with not ever having Nicholson come in and play that character again. No. Okay. Now, I say that not because I'm dragging him as the character, but because there have been much better versions of the Joker. Yes. That, you know, and that's one of the things I want to get into. I want, I, I have, I have, I have a question. Okay. Here, 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 here's, here's, here's the, here's the, um, the pop quiz that I have. Not even pop quiz. The uh, let's make a list. Okay. Okay. You make yours. I'll make mine. Okay. If you want to put the 66 Batman in here, I'll be fine with that. But I'm just kind of thinking about the movies. Because like, I know there was the Bat- Batman movie, you know, that came out in, what, 67 or whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to, it's, it's kind of like talking about, um, Catwoman. I mean, everybody always goes back to Julie Newmar right. and all that. When you talk about... It's just funny because she was only on one season. Yeah, I know. So. When you talk about Jokers, you have to talk about Cesar okay, Romero. that's fine. You have to talk about him because right. he's kind of the he's kind of the quintessential 60s of Joker. live action Jokers. Oh, hold on. Of live action Jokers. Rank. Ledger. Ledger's, Ledger's number one. one. Okay. Ledger's number one. Who's number two? Live action? Mm-hmm. I mean, really, the only other live action one I can... Oh, no, there's more. There's there's like... Are you talking about the TV look, animation shows and all that, too? Yeah. Because if no, you're talking- no, I said live action. Okay, I did not say animation, because we're not going to get into Mark Hamill, because that's a whole other... Because Hamill, for I me, know. Hamill's number two. I know, because that's the same thing you get a Batman, and it's Kevin Conroy. I mean, that's... there, You know? Yeah. But... I, I said live I mean, action. There's, okay, live action. There's really only 
Ledger and Nicholson. No. You're missing quite a few of them. Okay, like who? Okay, live action, you've got... Here's my list. You've got Ledger. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, I I didn't think about... Okay. See, I, I, have, uh, but, I have mixed feelings about Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker movies. I, again, I really Joaquin do. Phoenix is kind of one of those, like, is he playing Joker or is he playing Joaquin Phoenix? <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the Joker yeah, movie. I'm right. actually looking forward to Joker 2. Yeah, yeah. uh, we'll see. Harley Quinn. In we'll it. see how it goes. I don't know that I consider that. Well, I don't know. Is. Okay. Yeah. That's my, that's my second one. Okay. Okay. And then after that... I would probably put Nicholson. Yeah. And then um, I'll put Cesar Romero in after that. Okay. Okay. And then, of course, I have not watched enough of, because, and also the fact they never actually called him the Joker, but Gotham, uh, I there was a... I, I tried watching it show. I know they had I like tried th- watching it show. three different Joker-esque characters on yeah. there. Uh, so I'm kind of like, because I don't know it, but then you got Jared Leto on the end of it, you know? No. Uh, but, and, no. and that's why I put him at the very end of it, because he's not good in that role whatsoever. And I don't care. It's No, it's not a different take. That is just, just not the Joker. I'm no, sorry. No, that's, that's not a, the Joker. Um. Uh. So yeah, I mean, that that's... And the fact that Heath Ledger actually called Nicholson to talk about playing that role. And Nack, and Jack warned him. He's like, hey, man, this will change you. Yeah, well, yeah. And financially, most definitely. You know, it's a, Nicholson made all kinds of money off of oh, it. Yeah. Um, did you ever, have you ever seen what was the real inspiration for, for Ledger's Joker? The interview with Tom Waits? No. There isn't, he said that, I know he spent two weeks in a hotel room by himself trying to figure out the makeup. He said that the inspiration for like, you know, the voice and the the way that he kind of like, you know, presented himself and stuff like that came from an interview. It was um, from the 80s, like late 80s, sometime mid late 80s somewhere. It was uh, Tom Waits. It was in an Australian television, you know, like talk show type thing. Yeah. And... <laughs> Apparently, I mean, I've watched it. the The voice is straight up. Is it? It, it is. He's for whatever reason, Nichols or uh, Waits is 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 got this. I don't know. Waits. Apparently, is- he had done all the cocaine in Australia before he went on this show. Oh, <laughs> and- well, Waits has always kind of had a, a gravelly. Well, this wasn't gravelly though. That's the thing. He's got this real like oh, you know, no. type thing going on. It's just like. What is this? This is yeah. Tom Waits. What's going on here? Uh, but it's like, yeah, in this interview. But you can really, like, you can really hear the voice. Like, okay, he he definitely modeled yeah. his voice off of this. Um, Let me ask you this. Okay, who's an actor that has not done Joker that you would like to see play Joker? I've got one. Hmm, that's I have not thought about this. I've got an actor that I've had in mind for a very right, long time have? that I have wanted to watch play a serious Joker, mm-hmm. and it, we haven't gotten it yet. Who is it? Willem Dafoe. All right. Again, that's kind of some stunt casting. <laughs> I, I, I think, can see it. I think I mean, that is. You know, that, I think he is custom built for that yeah, role. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially. 
a couple decades ago. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, you know. If we uh, could get Boondock Saints, Willem Dafoe. Or um, Spider-Man, Willem Dafoe. Eh. You know, that. But I'm just like that. Yeah. You know, he's, he's a little... I think he's a little long in the tooth for it now, you know. I can see that though. That that you know he's, he's yeah. got that skinny and you know well, he's, and he's just he's got that look in his eyes, you know, where it's a yeah. I um, mean, he he can go to that place. Okay, here's my next question. Yeah, this is actually it's 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 a twofold. First, we're gonna start with live action. Rank your Batman. Live action. Because again, if we're not doing that, Kevin Conroy's the top for me. But that's you know absolutely. Um, um, I would probably have Batman. To Batman, not Bruce Wayne. We're gonna get to Bruce Wayne in a minute. Batman. Batman. I'd probably have to go Bale first as Batman. As Batman. Okay. Um. <laughs> you had a hard time thinking about everybody. No, I just I hate to say this because it, I, I eat crow every time I have to go with it. Mm-hmm. I think I have to go with Pattinson. Okay, second. I think third would got to be Keaton. Okay, just because that's where the live action stuff kicked okay. off, and I, I think he did a fairly decent Batman. Having a hard time thinking of everybody. No, I just I don't want to say it. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Go ahead and say Ben Affleck. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> the Ben Affleck Batman has grown on me. Uh-huh. I think he does a fairly decent job mm-hmm. at doing Batman and Wayne, honestly. Um we'll get into that. It just it it galls me <laughs> to no end. <laughs> That two of those that are on that list, I have, I, I railed against at the very beginning, mm-hmm. and I've ended up having to come around. All right, eat crow on it a little bit. It just it, anybody else you want to put on there? <laughs> no, I don't okay, think so. All right, mine, um, and mine's going to be a little controversial here. Okay, imagine that. I'm going with Pattinson one, just as Batman. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with Keaton two. Okay. Just as Batman. Yeah. I'm going to put Ben Affleck three. Oh come on! Uh, 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 just as Batman. I'm going to put Bale four. Then Kilmer five. Val Kilmer. And then after that, I guess probably, um, what's his name? Um, West, Adam West. And then at the very bottom of that is George Clooney because he was just terrible, okay? Um, I think as bat, as just as Batman, yeah. that, that, that Pattinson and Ben Affleck and of course, Michael Keaton did excellent jobs. I think Val Kilmer did a good job as Batman. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, and then after that, it's just diminishing returns. Yeah. Of all right. Now, who did Bruce Wayne the best? I think probably Val Kilmer. Okay. I think Kilmer pulled off a better Wayne okay. than he was. After that, I'd probably have to go Bale, Affleck. Maybe Keating. Keaton. Okay. It, it, it's kind of... I'll be honest when it comes to it. I think that Christian Bale was the best Bruce Wayne. You think so? I do. After that... Kilmer yeah. is probably the next best Bruce Wayne. And then it's just diminishing returns after that of everybody else of like, that's been the, that's I, been the, I'm that's not, not going to lie. I yeah. kind of enjoy um, Pattinson as emo. Wayne. Uh, I, it, 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 I don't, it's mid twenties. Let's emo, put it this way. Emo Wayne. Again, at the very bottom of that list, at the very bottom of that list is Clooney. George Clooney. Cause he was terrible. I've said that's always been kind of the problem with Batman. You get somebody who can either play Batman, but they can't play Bruce Wayne yeah. or they can play Bruce Wayne and they can't play Batman. Apparently George Clooney can do neither. No. So, I mean that George Clooney is just like, no, I'm just going to be smug. George Clooney. That's all I'm going to be, you know? And but as an ex ultra victim, <laughs> you know, having worked for the government in that movie, you know, men who stare at guns, yeah, yeah, you know, he's yeah. perfect for that. But it just, I do. I think Christian Bale, like I said, I think I had him, what, fourth on my list or for Batman or something like fourth or fifth. Yeah. Or I guess it was fourth. But it's one of those things where it's like, he's a good, he's a good Batman. Yeah. He is an excellent Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And whereas like Keaton, I thought was a really good Batman. Yeah. But not a very good Bruce Wayne. No, not at you all. Know? Val Kilmer was a really good Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Not a very good Batman. Not a very good Batman. You know, that, that's kind of one of those like, yeah. uh, you know. You, you've almost um, got to have a sociopath play a sociopath. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, I know listing stuff, it's always subjective, you know, who, who hear that. And again, going back, I have not watched Gotham, so I can't, I know that. They, I have tried. I've, I have heard that, I've heard that the the, the, the the depiction of Bruce Wayne in that is terrible. And the whole, uh, when he finally becomes Batman at the end is just un, almost unwatchable. So. I have tried to go back and watch that series like three different times and i just can't do it well, i can't do it it's just that not shows that pretty good. much about gordon isn't it yeah I mean, it's pretty it, much a, a, a you know a um a jim gordon yeah. tv show um and i interesting you know it's I, I can i can get on board with some of that some but i just i did when it first came on the air i watched i think the first two episodes and it was just kind of like noped out and yeah. didn't catch me and then I kept hearing I kept hearing mixed stuff for ever after that. Um, I did hear that um, they did a really good Penguin on that show. Yeah, Penguin on that show. Yeah. That the guy who played Penguin did yeah. an excellent job with it. I really liked the way they did Penguin and the Batman. You know. Yeah. You know, and the fact that that is. Um, Colin Farrell, yeah, under all that makeup and just like whoa, he he knocked this one out of the park. Yeah, you know? tell really you what, did. you know who you know who would have been a good Batman twenty years ago? Who's that? Colin Farrell. You think? Yeah. You think he could pull them both off? Yep. Wayne and the I Batman. I think he could do both of them. I think he could. Uh, he may still be able to. Who knows? But you know, but especially you know, back then, I was like, yeah, I think you know, go back and watch stuff he did like what uh, was it i know it's not a very good movie but uh miami vice 
You know, I, I mean, have tried watching. I know it's, Miami it's not Vice. a very good I movie, can't. but he's good in it. I mean, it, it's a. Uh, or, 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 or I tell you what, go back and watch the second season of um, True Detective that he's in. Okay. He is really good in that. That that second season got a lot of flack because it wasn't the first season. You know, that first season was just so good. Yeah. And then of course it was an anthology, so they went with different, you know, a whole different story and a whole different ball, you know, everything. Yeah. And I I think that second season is on par with the first. I mean, it might not be as good, like I said, it's compelling. But when you sit down and really watch it and pay attention to what's going on, it's like, no, there, there's a lot going on here that is really worth paying attention to. It does kind of fumble the end a little bit, like the the reveal. Yeah. But other than that, it's just like, no, this is a really good, and really good actors in it on top of it all. You know, what's her name? Uh, Beth Dutton is in it. Oh, uh, um, she play, yeah. Um, and, um, and then, uh, yeah, well, I can't remember her name. And uh, and uh, Vince Vaughn is like the heavy in the in on that second season. See, it's you have so always good. given me crap about Vince Vaughn. I I, I like Vince Vaughn. I do. I, I hated a, Swingers Vince Vaughn. Okay, I hate Swingers Vince Vaughn. I, I just I hate that. Movie. You're supposed okay. to hate that character. Yeah, but he has done other stuff that you know. Like, dude, did you ever see? I know, I know you did. Um, oh, what's the one? Um, Can you give me a storyline or something? Uh, yeah, it's uh, about the guy. Um, it's got DJ Qualls where he um, uh, he's in the army, but he doesn't. He's a pacifist. He doesn't want to carry a gun. Uh, something Ridge. Um, Heartbreak Hacks, Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, and Vince Vaughn plays the drill sergeant in it, and he's excellent in that. He's excellent in. I know it's a, it's a weird movie, but did you ever see Fighting with My Family? Yeah, the you know the, about uh, the Soraya. Yeah, uh, he's excellent in that. Again, there's something about him playing those role, those mentor roles. Yeah, where it's kind of a okay. <laughs> he's really good in uh, old school. In that, well, yeah, I enjoy old school. No, um, oh, what's that movie? Came out a couple of years ago where he plays a he plays a like a a slasher, and he swaps bodies with the teenage girl. Um. It's not Becky. No, it's, it's uh, uh. I know which I one you're talking the about. Name of it. I haven't seen it. Um, oh, dude, I enjoyed it because it's one. You know, it's again, like switched it, or flipped. Or uh, something hold like on, that. hold on, hold on. Let me pull it up here because it's it's well worth. Like, it was one of those movies I was like, this can't be good. And then I watched. It, I'm like, no, no, this is this is actually really good. Um, freaky. Freaky, that's the name of it. Oh, like, like Freaky Friday. Yeah, just yeah, freaky. it's just called Freaky, and yeah, and he, uh, yeah, he, uh, he has to play a teenage girl. <laughs> They're all of it. He's really good in the role. <laughs> but say what you um, will, I still enjoy watching Swingers I on occasion. Just, I, I just that one never appealed to me. Um, it's too hipster for you. There's that that whole swing thing that just I just never got. So, um, but yeah, I mean, See, I. Because of who my mom is, I grew up listening well, to yeah, but swing just, and all of that. So when that came out, I was like, "Oh, cool! This is there's new bands actually doing this." Yeah, but that was the thing. They kept trying to make it a thing, and then it it was know, a thing for six months. Yeah, no, for and then that and, yeah, okay, a year. I'll give it a year. <sighs> that was it. Was a thing for a year, and then 
it went away. Would you, you like know? to insult Godfather again here? While I'm we're just at saying, it? it's just look. It's not. The, I mean, those bands are still. You know, I saw Brian said to orchestra years before Swing called on. You know, I mean, like before that whole swing yeah. revival happened in '98. Well, Big Bo- Big Bad Voodoo Daddy had been out they'd been around with for them a lot forever. There, there had been forever. a bunch of those bands that had been around for a long time, and it was one of those things you kept hearing about it from time to time, and they kept, you know. Um, there were multiple something something the sky high sky high uh, mile high orchestra yeah uh, Denver and a mile high yeah orchestra, there were there know, were plenty guys. of those types of you know like yeah. you know going all the way back to like swing kids in the early nineties you know and and stuff like that where they were they kept trying to bring it back and it just wouldn't it wouldn't catch it wouldn't catch it wouldn't catch you know there's even one of those bands is in um, um, Clueless um, I can't remember which one yeah they go to see it you know it's this whole swing thing or whatever. And, um, no, that was not swing. What that was, was it? That was Mighty Mighty Boston. That, who, that was Ska. Thing. Uh, so <laughs> it is not the same thing. And screw you. Ska swing, same thing. No, no, no. An annoying little blip on the pop culture. Okay, go answer. ahead. Go ahead and do your your Godfather insult here. Go ahead. Just saying. Go ahead. It's long and boring. So. No. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, it, it was, they, they kept trying to bring it back. They kept trying, they kept trying, you know, and just, and then it caught all of a sudden and then it went away after about a year. And if you haven't seen swingers, go see it. It's, yeah, it's, it's what it is. Uh, maybe, maybe that's one that we can watch later and I can tear it apart. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Anyway, I'm going to enjoy uh, the movie and you can go screw off. You know, Vince Vaughn, not personally, might not be a bad Batman. No. No. Really? Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't know. I think he he might be able to do it. No. Probably be a better Bruce Wayne than Batman, but that's a uh... no. Do you know he who he would end up being hmm. if he did that? The character he played for Mister and Mrs. Smith. That that's that's what he would end up being. I have seen that movie, but not since it came out, so I don't remember. Him being what his character. Yeah, was that was Brad. That. that was Brad Pitt's partner in their assassin oh, okay. business. Okay, and that—that's basically who he would like end I up. Said, I have not seen that movie in close to twenty years now. So yeah, it's a. Um, so no to him yeah, as yeah, Batman yeah, yeah. or Bruce Wayne. Well, we uh, we talked about eighty nine Batman. It's available on HBO or Max. They're not calling it HBO Max any longer. They made that switch over. Uh, it's available there. Of course, it's available. DVD and Blu-ray. And do your fa- do yourself a favor. Go Watch to your it. go fun. to your favorite used media place and just pick up a copy of it. Yeah. Yeah, the, I'm sure the extras on it are pretty cool. You know, one of the things we didn't even talk about was that I have the official book of the movie from 1989. Um, that um, I love the fact that it was bought at Farmore. Talk about a <laughs> blast from the past. I don't think I've even heard of that place. <laughs> yeah, you remember Farmore? At one time in the late 80s and in the very early 90s. Walmart, Sam Walton, when he was still alive, was afraid that Farmore was going to take over their like their business. I've never even heard of them. Yeah, they uh, they were kind of it's far F A or P H A R. It was a pharmacy. Yeah, but it also had, but it was also it's kind of like a Walmart type thing. You know, it was like that was kind of their their thing. Yeah, they it must and, have been around here. I now they were all over. They were all over the Midwest and down in the South. I mean, they were really catching hold. And the reason that they went away is because the. Uh, the people that that owned it got caught uh, doing insider trading, 
and the entire thing fell apart. So that was, um, yeah, (laughs) that'll work. Yeah, it'll do it every time. But yeah, the uh, the uh, the official book. Uh, of the movie uh, Dave was looking at it beforehand you know it's got a bunch of like stills and it kind of goes through I will put I will take pictures of all this stuff and put it up on it's kind of cool because there's like production art in here and 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 you know there's interviews with different people and stuff and it, it's really kind of cool I think it might have had a poster at one time or maybe it still does I don't know check out uh, the 89 Batman if for nothing else I mean it, it's it's worth a watch I know like I said I've got a little problem with the pacing on it but it's still a lot of fun you have a problem with the pacing on everything that's not I, just you know blow them if it's not Michael Bay pace no you're no, a no, no, little no, upset no no, about no, no, it. no 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 that's not true um I like you know, I have no problem with a movie you know, a longer movie. I have no problems with it. Uh, one I go back to is uh, recently is uh, Avengers Endgame. You know, that's two and a half, two or two hours and forty five minutes or whatever it is. There's nothing that drags in that movie whatsoever. Uh, now there are other Marvel MCU movies that are shorter than that that are probably forty five minutes too long. That just you know, I'm just like, oh my god, seriously, we need a better editor on this stuff. I mean, it just. It doesn't have to be a. It doesn't have to be a fast pace. Where we hit the ground Thor running. The dark and world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right off the top of my head, um, Eternals. <laughs> that how, how long was that movie? Too long. No, uh, it was. It was about two and a half hours too long. That was. was. That was. Like, that, was <laughs> that was exactly three hours too long. Then. Exactly. But yeah, what it was just it, garbage. I know. Movie. I know. And but, but it's just a. If I'm going to come, like, okay, look, I just went and saw the new uh, the Spider-Man across the the Spider Verse. Okay. That movie is wonderfully paced. Is that the new cartoon? The, yeah, okay. yeah, the, yeah. The Miles Morales, you know, the second yeah. one. It, that movie is wonderfully paced. Like, there's it doesn't it doesn't drag. Did that one actually hit theaters. Yeah, it just came out last weekend. Oh, okay. So, or actually, it came out this weekend. I take that back because I just saw it a couple of days ago as we were recording this, and uh, I really enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, you know, I enjoyed that first Spider Verse. You know, into the Spider. Oh yeah, no, it was a good. Um, I think we waited until it was streaming. Yeah, but I saw it. Both of them at the theater. So. I, I basically wait for everything to be on streaming yeah. now. But you know, there are there are movies that are just paced well, and there are movies that just aren't. And some of it is preference too. You know, I mean, I just yeah. sometimes sometimes filmmakers will get caught up in oh, I have all this stuff that I want to put in here, and it might not all need to be there. Uh, you know, yeah. plot lines that maybe don't go anywhere, or a character that's there for no reason, or or, or whatever. You know, stuff that you could like, you could like. No, we we could, you know, we could we could streamline this quite a bit. You know, yeah. we could, you know, and uh, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, like I said, I think there this movie. I think there's probably a hour and forty five minute cut of this that would work for me. <laughs> you know, you you can you can. Cut out some stuff. So what you're but, saying is, I need to take the movies that well, you're not you know, happy with and cut them down for an Allen cut. Well, you know, and I, give them back to you so your your um, it is what I mean, ADHD I'm, you know, can get through them. Uh, it is what it is. But um, but yeah, this was again. It was kind of like the with this one, like I said earlier. You know, when I remember being in the theater and being like, "Wow, this is kind of boring." Like in '89, being so hyped for this movie and then being like, "Man, this is kind of boring." And then when it came out, you know, I only saw it in the theater once. When it was released for VHS, you know, which they got it out before Christmas. Yeah. Getting it and watching it again and being like, yeah, this is still kind of boring. This is it's I, really slow, you know. 
Um, I don't remember thinking that at that, all that's when me, I saw you know, the theater or the VHS. Kind of like 40 years ago going to the movies to see uh, Return of the Jedi and being like, oh, wow, George Lucas really didn't do well on this like, one. Oh, it's just it's, a bunch of Muppets. Yeah, this is this is first time I like first time something I really loved disappointed me. You know, <laughs> it was like I yeah, there I, we go. <laughs> I, I still say Empire's the best one of yeah, all of those. Well, that's a whole other story. We're not going to start. We start talking about Star Wars. We'll be here for another hour. So <laughs> and we'll have to wait for my wife to get here. Exactly. Yeah. So so guys, thank you so much uh, for listening us ramble on about stuff that wasn't Batman. And we will be back next week. Uh, we have a special guest coming in next and. Week. Uh, or in two weeks, I guess I shouldn't say. I'm used to saying next week. Next week or next two episode, weeks. Next episode, we have a special guest coming Whenever in. Whenever we are able to get the next episode. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm not 100% sure what we're talking about yet. So. <laughs> oh, I thought you'd give him someone, me Someone that we have talked about on this, this show and has never appeared on it is going to finally be here. So, uh, um, And we are going to give him so much crap about some stuff. Because so. <laughs> I built a list. You told me to build oh, a, list. a list. I built... <laughs> No, of the, of the stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I thought your stuff to give him crap about. So. Oh, no, that's just going to come naturally. All right, guys, uh, go check out our Discord. Uh, there's links. Everything is in the description. Uh, Discord, Instagram. Um, come join our community. Yeah, most definitely come over to Discord. We have a lot of fun over there. And as we have said the last couple episodes, you know, please go and um, do us a favor, you know, and give us a, a a rating on whatever your podcatcher of choice. You know, give us give us a review. Give us a review. It costs you nothing. It helps us tremendously, and uh, we really appreciate it. Um, you guys have been rock stars this year. You know, we've seen our numbers really go up. And, Thank you. Thank and you very much. So, and if then if if you join the Discord, um, you can get. We have a a tab on there where you can go and suggest you know stuff that you we, want we us to under, cover we so. understand that we haven't gotten to some of those yet we are working we are working i on promise it. there's been a lot of life like i've said before uh but we're getting it, yeah. getting everything moving in the right direction and we will be back in two weeks and per week and whatever we have or, or whenever we're working on trying to get back to the week uh the week thing but it's like I said, a lot of life, and uh, it's it's just kind of been one of those things where scheduling has been difficult, and that's just kind of where we are these days. Yeah. So, I am Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And I'll just turn it off. Early. <laughs> bye bye. See ya. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Keep busting.